Also known as Byron Bruce Hart, aka Lord Blacker on Twitter. No, Lord Blacker on Instagram. Lord Blackrocker. Blackrocker on Twitter. Lord Blackrocker on Instagram. I'm not just me.com. This is episode 121 Fish. Um, it's probably 122. I didn't check. <sighs> One more thing that I didn't do yet. For Podbean, not Pornhub. Logging in, continuing with Facebook. This is episode 122, Fish. Um, beginning song was Map Change by Every Time I Die, then we went to The New Black by Every Time I Die, followed by Weirwolf which is probably pronounced werewolf. <laughs> and started of Ebolarama? Ebolarama? Ebolarama. That's a weird word. Today we have an episode much like every other episode. Today is a day much like every other day. Um, you know how it goes. This is the podcast. Got the toth deck. We've got some tweets. We've got some stand-up, documented stand-up. And also everything else. Every Time I Die is coming out with new music, which is amazing. Um, sounds pretty amazing. And great, and I'm just talking, making noises, and desperate pleasures.
pleasures that album sounds like it's gonna be quite amazing um Alistair Crowley Toth Deck how would you like to say hello we flip pleasure the six of cups cups are of course water water the emotions uh we just listen to desperate pleasures that's pretty cool start with uh, stand-ups today and then I'm going to move on to doing um, the tweets and then that'll be it although the music is pretty great but that's uh, neither here nor there um, voice recorder list Got two stand-up. Oh, one's 23 minutes. I do not know what I was doing for 23 minutes. That doesn't sound like a stand-up set, but maybe it is. 19th November. That's after the tweets. After a lot of the tweets. Is my book signing? The book has come out. Um, it's called An Ode to Perception and Awareness Perspectives Through Persons. I read one of the books, maybe last podcast or the podcast beforehand. Um, it's really cool books. They can be found on Amazon and also my website. I'm not just me.com in a tweet, which I, don't know, I feel like I should go through the, the normal calendar. Yeah. Calendar says tweets are first.
Okay. Uh, <laughs> going to end the rest of this song. Oh, I changed it. expected to autoplay next song is in rehab still looking um, right now I'm trying to load some YouTube videos I guess I should load them on my phone though. that would make the most sense but I can't do multiple windows on my phone uh, this is difficult but I know what I can do if it will let me open a different window. This thing, it will not. What is going on, Twitter? Middle click. <laughs> I guess a normal left click. Nope, did not work. Check the levels on this. Barely audible. There should be some weird watch on YouTube. Here we go. I've got to click each one twice. Still clicking. Still clicking. Still clicking. like every podcast became very unprepared um, that's not a link this is a link Mm, 
sense playlist. Makes sense. This is quite tedious. There are a lot of videos. I was doing legitimate research. these videos Fourteen videos and one playlist with seven videos in it. So it's like twenty-one videos. I'm not gonna go through all twenty-one videos. A lot of the videos were watched just to find one word. But the videos don't have their relevance in all of the things that the videos were already relevant in. And uh, I guess I'm going to go through the tweets, which are starting on November 10th with check out my latest podcast on Podbean. Me tweeted, you mean it? Episode 121. Oh, so we're going to flip a card for the process. Said process. Oh, scrolly toes deck, how you feel about that process? We flip an internal, the universe. Trump card number 21. The universe. Which is pretty cool. Alright, so now we can again begin with the tweets. On November 10th, 
Um, we have, oh shit, I forgot to talk about my revisions and explorations of the sexual energy, dealing in low vibrations with high knowledge. Basically, last episode, I said it was all in my head. People are intuitive. I take that back, though. There is a transference that occurs, and there are people who know, and people who intuit, and people who just say sex sells. As far as the culture, questionable at best. Uh, Gonna watch most of a Seven Bomar video to see the title of that book about ancient womb magic. That will honestly be exactly what I'm looking for in detailed explanation. LOL. I'll report back the title once I find it. And... We go with the first video, Goddess and the Explorer, part one, which is about um, the male and feminine aspects, which are paradoxical in nature. Um, If you know the uh, seven freaking hermetic laws or whatever, gender is one of them, so the Goddess and the Explorer goes through the paradoxical law of gender, Um, you know, like the physical world is feminine, the internal world is masculine, and uh, it's all of that that cool stuff of the idea of what we're doing is awakening the woman to her goddesshood so we can explore. Explore the known universe and the unknown universe, which paradoxically might be the exact same thing. I'm not going to play those because it's stuff that I was just looking for a word and the word wasn't in those videos. Next video, Goddess and the Explorer Part 2. I put uh, so close, the keyword sounded like Zora. I think he said like Zoroastrian or some shit. Gonna not spoil the real words at this point because this is exploration of the past in real time. I'm gonna look up Zoroastrian though. If my keyboard comes on. Zoroastrian is how it's spelled. Or Mazinesia, one of the world's oldest continuously practiced religions. It's a multifaceted faith centered on a dualistic cosmology of good and evil and an eschatology predicting the ultimate conquest of evil with theological elements of hedonism, monotheism, monism, and polytheism. Um, I don't see where it says like a location of it. Okay, location of origin in Persia. That's very cool. Uh, Oh, okay, that's, it's probably actually the same shit of the czar, and just a different spelling. Wow, that's pretty cool. So it uh, goes back to the Persian peeps, the, let's see, was it Muslim conquest of Persia, Iran, it's all in that area, pretty cool. The next one was God Love Money Episode 8, The Lost Key. I put this one's on point. Uh, For some reason, I just thought it would be in that one. I don't think it was. And those are all from 
Understanding YouTube channel Seven Bomar. Currently on this video, the real search on secretenergy.com says it's possibly in part two. Um, this one didn't load. So I'm not sure what this one is. Okay, this, this is one I did have loaded already. But I gotta read the name. There we go. I real searched Zora, I think maybe. Oh no, I go over what I did earlier or later. So I go on real search. It says it's possibly on part two of The Real Lucifer and Satan, part one. Um, okay, I posted the link right after saying, I dislike when the video name doesn't show, so here's a repost of the same link. The Real Lucifer and Satan, part one. Uh, Real Search says it's possibly in part two. So I listened to part one, listened to part two, and uh, posted, I'm real close now. Uh, the Real Lucifer and Satan was some amazing videos of how, like, you can, you can map through time where I, occultish ideas started, or ideals, like, just from Venus and Saturn. Like Venus throughout the years turned into Lucifer and Saturn throughout the years turned into Satan. Very weird, very cool. Um, so after Real Lucifer and Satan Part 2, tweet November 11th, uh, found the name mentioned, Sar and Ancient. Sar and alien rituals possibly spelled different. Google says no. I'm going to go to YouTube in a second. YouTube says they got the information mixed with misinformation like a boss. A lot of ancient alien videos and some three minute vids I'll check out. Next, we try real search on secretenergy.com slash real search. Alright, next tweet. I just finished the video where he mentions the name. It was an offhand mention, and I've heard him describe it more before. So here in the recap, I'll let you know how I found the video with the book name on Real Search. I searched womb magic, quote-unquote. I knew that Sar, an ancient ritual book, had to do with the act of sex as a ritual and wombs and being quantum spaces or whatnot, so I searched womb magic and found videos where he literally says womb and magic, quote unquote. I got three videos that were very much on subject. Two of the videos were part one and part two, so I ended up watching five whole videos. I may watch the Lucifer and Venus question and answer video as well. I feel like that's the one where he goes deep into what the book talks about. But that's also four hours long, so I may enter a more specific search. Being a completist versus finishing what I set out to do. IDK, so before I go back to real search and enter alien rituals, because I don't know how to spell czar, nor if the search knows how to spell it, I will watch the three-minute videos that YouTube provided about alien sex magic. First video was a music thing, of course. Second video was also music. Okay, so only ancient aliens or nothing from YouTube on Sar Alien Ritual. 
I also just tried, quote, SAR and alien ritual book, quote, to no avail. So back to real search, it is. I bet it brings me to the Q&A vid. Real is spelled R-E-E-L, by the way. Real search, not real. <laughs> oh, also on real search, you can fast forward to the exact spot where the words are said, which will help a lot now that I know the name of the book. Poop, it's taking me back to the video I just watched. I know there's another, so I'm... So I'll just watch the Q&A vid in the meantime while I think of more of the story to try and search on real search. There was something about how they went to weddings to understand the rituals. Aha! Got another video on deck from searching wedding ritual. Currently watching this, though. The real Lucifer and Satan question and answer. I also, should say, I also should say I've learned quite a bit about five and six, or Venus and Saturn, or Lucifer and Satan, from this re-watch re research. That was a hard one. From this re-watch research. <laughs> Last podcast, I mentioned Kronos, who is a god of time. Apparently, that's also six or Saturn or Satan, and that's pretty cool. Wombs and alien spirits. Found it almost two hours into the Q&A vid, had to pause to come type. He'll probably explain it in a bit, and I'll probably watch the whole video anyway. Almost finished with the Q&A vid, went to sleep in the middle, had some awesome dreams visiting peeps and standing in the background till my performance time when I stood on a table and captivated a whole lunchroom. LOL. I woke up when I judged a lady. It was a joke, but whatever. Got 30 minutes left. My question has been answered in multiple ways, honestly. Talk of being too deep for spies that can hear and understand my thoughts and intentions. Talk of speaking in tongues, bypassing thought, orgasms, birthing, succubi, and the like. Reality speaking to you. The culture is what the source material will bring to light. Also, kind of learned that I'm somewhat of an energy hoarder. So in a few minutes, I'll Google wombs and alien spirits or whatever it's called and attempt to read or learn about it from someone's book report. The murder of reality is another one mentioned. He said put them together. Apparently he mentions the book at the end. This is what I remember and wanted to hear again. I'm reaching maturity and my awareness is growing. Smiley face. I'm going to take a shower today. Yay for lesser banishing rituals. That was also mentioned on the Lucifer Satan question and answer. Talk of how bathing is like a, a lesser banishing ritual, which is really cool. Like just the idea of bathing and uh, there's, there's a different word for bathing. I'm forgetting. Uh, it doesn't matter. But it sounds cool. That's the only reason I'm trying to remember it. Just the sound. I'm literally going to Google another word for bath. What's <laughs> another word for bathing? Cleansing? Cleansing ritual? Clean, soap, bathe, lav. 30 
26 synonyms for bathe. <laughs> wow. No, that's not going to work. Anyway, I was going to mention how the Moors taught people how to bathe. Um, that was like one of the big things with Europe and the book Dirt. <laughs> Like in the moors, and I guess it's the same shit as the all the uh, the same area, but just black people in Persia and in Iran with the Zoroastrians. I guess they also knew how to bathe. Very weird. I'm moving in mysterious ways after that shower. I feel clean, nigga. Let's learn about the dragon, ye old Ouroboros. Um, and that's when I went to the next video, which is uh, a playlist of Pierre Sabak. It's called Pierre Sabak, Murder of Reality. And it's pretty much him just spitting out words it's it's literally a correspondence school it's like this corresponds to this which corresponds to this which corresponds to this which goes back to this which corresponds to this and like he does that for hours how many hours you ask about three or four hours <laughs> three and a half hours I should say The next tweet is, four videos into Pierre describing etymology, IDK if this was the best one to watch, but some parts are worth it. I don't care much for identifying without historicalizing or culturalizing. It sounds like math. So I guess the idea of putting wombs and alien spirits together with the murder of reality is... You get the math and the culture. The research continues. This is an actual relevant video. All right, this is one where the link didn't load. And I will play some of these. Because a lot of these are just music and uh, let's see I can exit out of that one got us in the explorer can exit out not gonna play that actually I've probably played it on my podcast before I'm gonna try to do less of that less pirate radio um <laughs> This one's Demystification of Saturn and Venus. I don't remember that one exactly. That's the same video twice. Okay. Do, do, do. Clicking around. All right. Um, I have to re-click this one because I don't know which one it was. It's got no thumbnail. Okay, this is the czar, which is loaded already here, and I'll put it on my phone, because it'll be in my history of YouTube. 
This might be the one where it's just the words on the screen. I shall check. I'm not seeing any words. Just people dancing. Okay, here we go. It's actual words. Settle out. use dance and rituals to connect to a higher spiritual entity. Half of these cultures believe in some form of spirit possession. Many gods, one god, spirits, jinn, angels, or devils, humans believe the world is populated with invisible forces that can be communicated with through meditation and rhythmic movement. Or is man only communicating with his inner self? Dance as therapy has also existed since the dawn of time. But not all dance leads to trance or resolution of inner conflicts. Special conditions are required before the mind will give itself over to an altered state of consciousness. The most important of these conditions is the right type of music. The music of the czar the most prevalent form of trance dancing in East Africa and the Middle East does indeed meet the required conditions. No one knows exactly where the Tsar comes from. Some believe it originated either in Ethiopia, Sudan, Iran, or even Pharaonic Egypt. We do know that today thousands of women in Africa and the Middle East use this music to cure all kinds of illnesses. During the ceremonies, they literally dance until they drop. In some African countries, the gatherings can go on for a week, seven days of intense drumming and dancing throughout the night until the light of dawn and exhaustion overcome them. The Tsar is a complete world unto itself. It has unforgettable characters and a mystic supernatural setting. The music grows on you and the smell of perfume and incense is intoxicating. The relief participants feel after a czar is real, albeit temporary. Experiencing a state of trance is cathartic and the feeling of well-being that follows lasts for days whether you believe in the existence of jinn or not. Are the spirits real? Are the women possessed? The women believe that they are. Remember, these patients turn to the czar after modern medicine has failed them. Depression and other psychological diseases, while acknowledged in Egypt and Africa, are hardly accepted in the mainstream. Even if they were, these poor women couldn't afford the proper medications anyway. Faith becomes their healer, along with a little exercise and a healthy dose of serotonin. The 
The czar can't replace a medical cure, but it is better than nothing. So we have again um, the idea of Africans, either Egypt or around that area next to Iran. Shit, what they like to call the Middle East, which is, you know, just like weird Africa land that people don't want to claim as black or whatever. Anyway. Uh, so they use rhythms and shit. They get into trances. Very cool, very cool. That is the czar. Gotta watch the video this clip came from called I Broke the Matrix Again, talking about the if world in gin. Oh, by the way, that video is called The Czar. It's on Serpentine Video. Um, it's 13 years old. 13 years old on YouTube. That is wild. tweets again I broke the matrix and talking about the if world and gin and stuff um, let's see what was I questioning in the beginning to bring this back to relevance oh the culture yep I mentioned earlier that um, YouTube only had ancient aliens when I was looking up womb magic and stuff and I said it was only music okay yeah November 11th first video was a music thing of course second was also music Okay, so only ancient aliens are nothing from YouTube on Sar Alien Ritual. I also just tried Sar and Alien Ritual book to no avail. So back to real search. So when I was getting music searching Sar and Alien Ritual, I was even spelling it wrong, but still I was getting the right results. I just didn't know what I was looking for at the time because uh, it is about music, literally. <laughs> Mostly about drums and shit. Alright, now back to where we left off. I'm gonna see how long Wombs and Alien Spirits is. It's ten minutes long. feel weird doing pirate radio but at the same time it's pirate radio and this is good publication with like you know like friggin clips and shit now what's most interesting is that once you get through this and you realize what this is talking about, you realize that there was this art, and I'm going to be the, the glorious man to explain it to you, especially to you sisters out there who still are clueless about the divine feminine other than what 
you know, you, you're getting from uh, somebody else sometimes. You know, that's just a phenomenon that's happening. This is the most secret knowledge. I just said, nobody lived in my veil. So this means that this kind of has the effect of that it was so secret that nobody knew about it kind of anyway. So then once it got hidden, <laughs> you see, like women were actually in, in, initiated into this from the time that they were virgins. And then everything was so symbolic about the process that it actually equated to her understanding, understanding womanhood and how she needed to protect herself from beings that were always trying to basically get inside of her. So that way they could actually lead other men astray and women too. And that's how ifs work because they don't care if you're male or female or whatever, they will, they will interlope with you. They interlace over your body like a gelatinous film, just like the ones we were talking about earlier. And then they operate from there. There are many of them, they are social beings. And while there are some things that are like, they, they have that are like us, they are not like us. They have things that they do that would just be abhorred in our realm. And that's why there was always this space of disconnect, especially from certain ones, until we got to the stage of actually becoming mages, being able to actually govern ourselves properly outside of the protective field. So that way uh, we don't run into negative encounters with uh, basically uh, Jabba the Hutt and them <laughs> on the astral. Okay. So now how these women work though, and so let's say for instance, these are the Sudanese women, the Zara cult actually stretches across the world and actually had to be taken of course from even a more indigenous system. So we can say that all the mothers in the motherlands hold a type of knowledge that equates to the following. Y'all still with me? <laughs> this knowledge equates to the following. Check this. Yes. Yes, we're still kicking. So this knowledge works like this, okay? So let's imagine grandma is so concerned about the tribe and the family that everything kind of boils down to who is marrying who. Now this is still like there in most countries, but was way stronger before, and this is what some call the arranged marriage. Like, making sure that Fatima is gonna marry the most wealthiest man that is in the village, that is, is on her level, okay? That's the old version. Um, excuse me, that, that's the, the most recent version, okay? There's one previous to that, that involved a very elaborate ritual that wasn't actually looking to attract a very wealthy man because any wealthy man in these times, like a sheikh, was already linked up with different entities. These women were actually looking to, like fishing through the stars, catch certain souls that were coming through. Like they say, you caught. <laughs> and so with their knowledge, they would be able to time the astronomy and the cosmos to knowing when certain beings fly through. And what they would do is have the virgin prepare with the bridegroom to cause an act that is akin to a CERN, where an electron gun, which is the male penis, is fired inside of a chasm or a womb, and life, or the spark of life, and lots of sense because a portal is open at that moment, and different tones and vibrations from the songs and the yelling attract the being that's coming by, like, what? 
And then that being flies into that zone and they caught it like a fissure of women and men. Like this is where the real fissure of women and men come from. The ocean is the fish. Or excuse me, the, the ocean is the stars. The stars are the fish. And if they can catch, what happens is this child that comes from this connection is, is more intelligent, is a genius, has skills. And so bringing that kind of being into the family actually kind of ensures that the family is going to become wealthy. And this is where this comes from. Okay? Trappers. You know, whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it, for good or for bad, for better or for worse, this is how you get. Like I said before, to me, I mean, how do you get, get how do you get here? Well, in this case, personally, I mean, I think they like kidnapping genius metaphysical scientists off their homeworlds and bringing them to backwood planets, maybe. Or <laughs> somebody was trapping, thirst trapping. <laughs> That's it. They was thirst trapping. And I was coming through, you know, my stuff always looked good. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. And I was like, yo, what is that? No, but serious. Your mom, your dad. But in this day, a specific calibration. Now, remember, this is now run over time where it became members of family that it started actually getting in DNA. Where, you know, you had half human, half gen, you know this kind of mixture is going on. And in fact, things didn't always go well. <laughs> like, in fact, this wasn't like a go well, not go well kind of thing. The whole concept of good and evil wasn't even nowhere near where how finite it is. Good and bad is nowhere near how finite it is right now. And so in this process, actually, some women would either contract something because of the possession or some of them, nothing would happen, and they would actually go down in the casts, and they would kind of be looked at as, well, she's the one that didn't catch the if. <laughs> you know, the if baller that was coming through, and she didn't do it, so now she's like the fourth wife. <laughs> and, you know, and then any girl that gets it, you know, she may be now like the big thing, depending upon what kind of entity that is actually coming through, okay? So that's as much as I'm going to bring about that, because... You can gander where things would go from there. You can gander if that knowledge was stolen, which it was. Yeah, there's at least one account of troglodytes, which were working for the Mohawk man, Dan Priestess. This knowledge is now, was only in the minds of a dead man right now. John Keeley, I believe, or, yeah, John Keeley. So there's another guy with the exact same name now, so that's not the one you're looking for. I think it was George Keeley. And he wrote, he lived in Canada, he wrote to his deathbed about this, that he had uncovered the knowledge about how the matriarch had been usurped by the Mohomandan priestesses, who also were commanding the troglodytes who were living underground to actually spy on the major areas that the women, like the, they called them the meeting houses. Like back in the day, in a tribe, there was a big house that everybody met at and discussed things about the deeper levels of the tribe. And it was it was like a main room, and that's where, you know, everything was handled from the tribe and all the open stuff. And then as you got back into the recesses, the more private stuff was talked about and discussed. And the arts of Ma'at were taught and discussed in the holiest of holies of these places. But the Moho Mandan, who were troglodytes in the first place, lived underground, have burrowed into those areas and would listen to the women and what they knew and what they understood. And they later took that same knowledge and started evoking endlessly. Now, the evoking is almost like on autopilot. 
literally. That's the some of the songs that you hear coming out. They're evoking entities. It's like a, ne a negatron. It just keeps bringing more and more negative dark beings into the dimension. And there's basically nothing that, or there's few things beyond you know balanced humans that actually is counteracting that force. So you know, to me, that's why there's a need for one amplification. Amplification, just getting something that amplifies the power of those already online and harmonic. And then also replication, something that continues to push out balanced vibrations continuously just to counteract that vast uh, chasm that is open. So now the conclusion here is because you've learned about everything now, you know where the, you know there's entities, everything is not a damn computer, don't get lost in that whole thing framework. Nature is real. So to understand her story, understand her story, or even beyond, it's not even just Gaia. Every single limitation you have break through. It's not just Gaia. There are seven women, seven sisters. That's where all of that seven stuff comes from. Those are seven different rooms, seven spectrums of color, horns, to where when something comes out of those tubes. You know, after being impregnated from a connection between Orion, who's a giant male, just an electron gun, and then spewing into these prisms, and then, see, they're doing it on a big level, and then these women in the Tsar cult, they, they're just, they were uh, emulating what they learned from the stars. And then even the Tsars, which are the Russian Tsars, okay, the Russian Tsars, emulated from them and that's why the russian czars became the ones carrying black black, ma black magic and the ones carrying this royal czaric you know and that's tartaria and the ship got corrupted completely like they really sunk their city overnight <laughs> that's what all this mud flood and all that's really about that's the bacchanalia look eric there's guys out there revealing this now and again all this ties in That was Wombs and Alien Spirits, Seven Bomar Understanding. Very cool. Talked less about dancing, more about the idea of fishing and the idea of music putting out weird vibrations. In another video that I'm not going to exactly play, he talks about how, like, the if world might be real. But like you don't have to go there per se like especially if you're not there then like why go but also there's like good sides and shit but it's like unless you're like a freaking legitimate magus magus and like a really balanced human being like, for reals, for reals. <laughs> like, you already know everything that I've already played and, and shit like that. Like, this isn't anything new. Then maybe going down to the lower vibrations could, like, help. But I doubt it. I don't know. Another thing that was mentioned with Tartaria, Mud Flood, which he was getting to at the end of that little uh, clip there, we did watch the whole video, by the way. That was the whole 10-minute clip. Uh, at the end of that, uh, he mentions Tartaria. 
he mentions Atlantis, he mentions a bunch of stuff, and like the problem why fucking deluge happens is because of fighting. And it's like, it's just literally that simple. Like, just people fighting is like leads to like sunken cities and shit. It's very weird. Um, he also has a very cool analogy of like a god leaving a party of gods because they got offended by one, you know, you know, two gods get an offensive thing and there's other gods at the party. One of the gods leaves and then the other gods have to go look for the person who left because the party is not as powerful without all of them together. It's it's like a weird weird repeating dance. You know, they say like history repeats itself and shit. Uh, they got Atlantis, they got Tartaria, they got, <laughs> you know, 2,000 years ago, the friggin' the flood. Those are probably three separate events of the same happening. But anyway, uh, the next one, we have an anthropology take on the czar. I don't know if I want to play that one. He just talks about the cult as more of like a healing thing for women. Um, they get into trance, you know, and they ask the the entities to heal them. And lessens anxiety and shit. Pretty much higher power shit. I'm going to see what he's talking about. I'm pretty sure it's just that, though. Yeah, he's literally talking about the mechanics of it. Not necessary, but if you want to watch the the Tsar Colton Sedan on YouTube, the anthropology take on the Tsar. Next video is uh, the dance of the Tsar, the dance of Tsar. The dance of song. I think this is the one with the words on the screen. Yeah, okay, so I'm not gonna play the music extremely loud because that's kind of unnecessary. Um, it says a dance to expel or befriend demons, or they would be called jinn probably there. A sacred dance. Danced since the ancient times. A dance of ecstasy. A dance to free. Sounds like a poem. I wonder if it's written in a... Okay, it is. 
danced in the safe company of other women in a ceremony that could go on for days. There are two types of czar dance. I tried to fast forward and I got lost. Two types. In Sudan, you dance to befriend your jinns, and every demon has their own rhythm. Musicians play, and when your melody comes up, you dance with your demons. Lima, she who knows, keeps the ceremony and is, and is in trance. She sees what happens and can help and also be a messenger. Kotia, a woman who has befriended her demon, can also hold the ceremony. In Egyptian czar dance, you dance to free yourself from your inner demon. Once a week, czar musical groups hold the hard R. <laughs> <laughs> where initiates come to commune with their okay there's a special sar drum rhythm uh, jinn can come from stress of living in a household with people you didn't choose yourself <laughs> comes from not having perceptive choice <laughs> but it can also be the stress of modern life then can be stress, bad habits, frustration, sorrow, depression going into opinions try not to read the opinions this is an opinion the dance is a celebration of life <laughs> we prepare I feel like there's not gonna be anything else there's an altar yeah it's getting into mechanics again traditional movements in the dance we let the ecstasy catch us and dance. All movements are allowed. Just feel what your body wants to do. That's cute. That was a very cool video with a little background music explaining, you know, the practice and why you would practice it. I guess it's not mechanical per se, but that just reminds me of perception and awareness um, being like, you know, awareness with no perception. Uh, you get like depressed because <laughs> uh, you think you didn't have a choice. There's a lot of people who are depressed because like, I didn't choose to live, 
but then you could put your perceptive choice in an area where you can be like, I did choose to live. <laughs> you know, like they're saying the the gins can come from depression, anxiety, or living in a household with people you didn't choose. Like that's at a certain point, most people live in a household with people they didn't choose. Unless you believe in the idea of perceptive choice, which is like the linchpin of magic and being comfortable in your own awareness and your perceptions. So in a way, magic and this czar ritual are a way of getting back into the choice, you know, making a choice for yourself to live how you want to either with the jinns or without the jinns link for this one didn't load last time is the next tweet the next tweet is the czar it's like a it's like it don't get a thumbnail lol last time trying though okay it's the same video Okay, November 12th, here we go, more tweets. Learned a lot, apparently music is heavily involved. Magician, musician, as Seven said, lol. We out here doing czar shit while the people who know ain't really fucking with the rituals really. Just sending people out with half the info to become shamans and shit, lol, shame. My only reference for being lost in an act of imagination is The Dark Sea, which will be the third book location for the Immortal Heroes series. I mean... One time, I thought I saw Baron Samadhi, but, like, one can make anything real for the imagination. Either way, spirits is us. Hashtag yo. A passing mantra. What does one that can think of anything think of? Nothing. What does one that can picture anything picture? Nothing. But also, maybe I should start putting waves out there for the fun of humanity's growth and balance. Definitely going to do more research. Up next in the line of study is a little more Saturn and Venus from Seven and Lucid Living TV. I've seen these videos before, but with the growth and awareness comes different perceptions of the same events and words. The world turns. This is next level. Seven Bomar, Lucid TV demystification of lucifer and satan oh demystification saturn and venus there we go using the real words instead of the the story ones okay we have on the 16th of November, Instagram picture soap, Instagram picture crate, Instagram picture cratic, Instagram picture location. And on the 19th, we have a post that says, Alchemist and Taoist search for immortality and the immortal pill. In Tao, or in Tao, many masters made pills that killed many initiates and often the masters themselves. My short stories are a pill that has no adverse effect yet. It doesn't even work if you don't get it, and it works if you do. I don't know if that's true. I would like to think it's true, but I don't know if it's true. I feel like people um, not misinterpret 
degregate, um, decompose. <laughs> it's a D word, definitely. People can do it to books. Like, even if the book is harmless, they could be like, oh, this harmless book ruined my life. <laughs> so that statement where my short stories are a pill that has no adverse effects, that doesn't make sense, especially in a world of polarity. Even if it's a paradox, still probably some type of adverse effects. I just don't know what it is. Who knows? Seems harmless, though. The book I was talking about is uh, An Ode to Perception and Awareness, Perspectives Through Persons. Okay, November 19th. After that, the pill thing. I've been learning about the Tao last month. During November, the Tao and the actual culture behind it um, realized it's actually a religion <laughs> like it was a legit religion for quite a minute and it's not just the path it's also like some other shit it was very weird to learn about and like it was close tied to alchemy and they're making immortal pills and shit <laughs> That's weird. But anyway, that's the last tweet. And then we have, not last tweet, but that's the last tweet before the voice things. We have one book reading. And we have one five-minute set. I'm not sure what I'm going to say on the book reading one. But I know it will be entertaining because it was a great show, I guess. Also, I didn't end it at the right spot, so I might have to stop it in the middle. Thank you. 
now I'm gonna go into until this book and look for cool ass solutions. You guys are right cool. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sentence uh, the imagination is wild and we all have those iconic dreams and those not so relatable experiences that we only bring up at parties with people that are way out of our leagues in such a fashion that may be unrelatable <laughs> story of visions might relate to the people wow I read that wrong with people that are way out of our leagues in such a fashion that maybe are unrelatable stories of visions <laughs> might relate to the people that we have nothing in relation to. I feel like I read that weird. In the long run, on sentences, because fuck it, they probably hate me already anyway. But that's the point of that, you know, going out on a limb with shit that might not make sense, because fuck it, they probably hate me anyway. And you'd be surprised if you, if you don't think that trying to relate to people you should never talk to by telling them things you would never tell anyone really brings you together. Uh, the story of the train is, I would like to, 
there it is. I can read this one. Uh, the story of the train. The train is at the station. The length of the train's travel was the time it took to understand that the train was at the station. The time could be that the time it takes to read the sentence or the time it takes to understand the complete idea. Some would argue that the train travels at a maximum speed at some point, be it the speed of the fastest reader with the best reading comprehension. But to put it to quantum thought, uh, we could also say that the speed travels at the train of knowing. If you already know the train's at the station, then it's already there. Like I knew in the past because I wrote it. So like that extends pretty far of gnosis in the past and the future. <laughs> the train is a very cool story of like the speed of gnosis. Um, next is book. <laughs> I don't know how to explain book other than with interaction. It's a very cool story of perception and awareness that is very trippy, um, which is weird to say that the book lends a lot of perspective, even though it's really just trying to say, like, rip my pages, I'm a book, you know? <laughs> like, that's the real main part of it. <laughs> uh, and just the idea that awareness can extend to things that don't have awareness, which, I mean, if you study... Yeah, weird philosophies and shit. They'll tell you everything has a vibration. Crystals are alive and shit, you know? So I was like, the book is alive and it has enough perceptive awareness <laughs> to pretend like it's alive. <laughs> That's what that story was. Why DNS? Pretty much the story of how powerful the sea of perception is, uh, how you can live your life um, through yourself inside out, pretty much putting the eye inside all the time. Uh, that's what YDNS is. Uh, and then until this book, uh, I'm going to read a few cool quick passages. Um, oh, no, not until this book. There are things. <laughs> there are things. It's a time that isn't certain. There are people here. It's more of a thing <laughs> that there is. I put my hand on my head, shaking it rhythmically. Shoes. I like shoes. Emma like to put some on. Figure I spent most of my life with my feet and shoes. Time passes. There are things. It's a higher frequency, frequency inhabited by light. Images flash quickly. Some level of me must have understood that. I take my shoes off. Figure I spent most of my life asleep. Time passes. Does time really pass? There are things. Images flash through the lower frequency. An O2 television plays static white noise. The distraction is the distraction. Like the idea of a, of a distraction is a distraction. The television doesn't answer. Um, <laughs> I flipped a few pages just now, so the dot, dot, dot thing. Just um, <laughs> that uh, Ellipsis, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Time passes. There are people in line waiting for their spot at the pump at a pack of Texaco. The worried lady stands next to the land yacht. Land yacht. That's something I never really said out loud. A land, land yacht looking from side to side like someone might try to sneak up on her. Tom walks out of the Texaco with a, a fire in his eyes and pep in his step. The worried lady puts her hand to her mouth as she spots Tom and she waves at him. 
She watches as Tom slows his steps and lets an older couple pass in front of him. I'm skipping ahead just, just to show you how the story progresses with more detail. Uh, <laughs> a cat padded confidently on the sidewalk towards the gas station. Tom opened his energy drink and took a sip before putting one of his legs in the lanyard and looking towards the determined lady. The drink tasted like a doctored grape. The woman was adjusting the seat bent over and moving with little jerking motions. Yeah, I guess why not? I'm tired, even if it's not a four an hour kind of nap. Tired. He put his leg in the lanyard, both his shoes were on. There are small sounds of pops and crackles over the AM radio as I drive through the winding roads between snow-covered mountaintops. To my right sits the woman who has joined me on my journey. She looks homely and familiar with black curly hair that brushes over her shoulders and light brown eyes that seem to smile. A red car passes going the opposite direction on the two-lane highway. I watch it disappear in the mirror behind the curve that seems like a wall against the cliff. The woman shifts in the seat, pulling her head against the headrest and closing her eyes. So, like, the story gets a little more detailed, and then, you know, uh, it's the Samsara wheel. But it's really cool, yeah. And I feel like that rounds out the book with, like, quantum thought and, like, a dialogue that's not exactly a story. And then it moves into a little more science on awareness and perception and the first person ode, known as book. And then it moves on to uh, the second person, YDNS, which is higher science of the sea, as I call it, and into the nice weird story of being in the physical world <laughs> and living life as a person, <laughs> as a quantum zipper. I got to read that part. I'm sorry. Uh, last paragraph of Until This Book, and then I'll, I'll be, uh, I guess, off stage. <laughs> uh, last paragraph of uh, Until This Book is, the life mentality of all this self, Zen, or Tao is hard to maintain in this current world. Until this book, maybe we didn't know, is still a possibility. Thank you guys. Bye. question and answer from here maybe the book is thirty dollars uh any weird not weird any any honest or not honest questions or anything random to input what do you mean by quantum by quantum i mean uh so fast it doesn't move all right could be in different places
Yeah, so now there's also draft to digital and a few other ones. What are some authors that are influential to you? I really like Octavia Butler and N.K. Jemison right now. N.K. Jemison is doing some shit. I read a lot of Stephen King as well, though. Just like the uh, the popular guy. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, do you have any future books? Yes, uh, the one I was the one I was talking about, the Immortal Hero. The first story is the day Billy fell off the cliff, which I've been writing for like seven years. Uh, the next story doesn't have a name, but it's going to be taking place in the dreamscape. And then the third book is going to take place in the actual scene of perception. seems like 20 minutes I was on stage a little bit before I started recording I started uh, maybe talking about myself or some shit spoke about the day Billy fell off the cliff how I'm still writing that darn book that darn book and how I pretty much took a break from writing the day Billy fell off the cliff to Right, an ode to perception and awareness perspectives through persons. I already had your dirty nigger soul written, which is the ode to second person. And then I wrote book, which is the ode to first person. Then there are things, which is pretty much an ode to third person. And then until this book, which rounds them all out with the idea of quantum thought. I feel like I should read until this book. I'm not going to. I'm already late. Oh, uh, I forgot I was doing shit today. Oh, shit. <laughs> I am late already. This is fun. It's fun to be late. That's totally cool. 
Who gives a shit about time, you know? What are we, what are we not quantum? It really is okay to be late, but still in all, I am late. I guess I'm not gonna read until this book. Um, I want to, I don't know why I want to. I don't know why. Maybe I'm avoiding this new stand-up set. Oh, wait, let's flip a card about the, the book signing. Which I actually sold a few books there. I was very surprised that my friends bought a $30 book. I was like, what? What? This isn't drugs. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but also, I really do price my books around the cost of drugs. Like... The cost of a personal drug is about $35. If it's like weeds or, you know, like a personal dose of, you know, any weird drug that you might get, acid, shrooms, uh, weed, Lucy is the acid, never mind. What's a, Molly is the other one. Um, you know, the normal personal amount is like about $30, $40. When I wrote Your Dirty Nigger Soul, I was like, this is upscale drugs. This is gonna cost $50. But I know it's a perception and awareness. Also, I gave Your Dirty Nigger Soul away for free most of the time. Perspectives through persons, though, is like, you know, I feel like it's less like drugs. It's more like a One would say a compass of reality. Something you can go back to again and again and get different things from. Uh, Crowley Tothek, what did you think about that recording? We flip an internal fortune, number 10 of, uh, actually it's a trump card, number 10. Not of anything, it's just uh, the fortune wheel. That's cool, internal. Next, we have another stand-ups, another, the first stand-up set. Thank you. 
was freaking hilarious. I tried to do that joke again, and it did not come out the same. I need to do more with the the with 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 with. I don't remember. I'll remember later. It doesn't matter. This is undocumented, unrecorded stand-up talk at this point. Me saying how my sets didn't go well in the past. <laughs> well, we just heard that joke kill. Actually, that was the first time I said that joke out loud. It just comes out really great in the beginning, I guess. Uh, wait, here we go. Still back to the tweets. Uh, I got a flip card and uh, lost in time. Lost in time, lost in space. I'm already late for another date. Rhyming is cool. As we learn, the, the music, the rhythm, uh, really has a lot to do with the entities and the energies and <laughs> the confidences. Which is really great. Anyway, uh, Scrolly Totec, what did you think about that set? We flip an Outward Works, an Outward Three of Discs, also known as Works. The discs, of course, are the physical, the body. Okay, now November 21st, we have Instagram picture snake. Excuse me, holy shit. November 23rd, we have Instagram picture addiction. November 22nd, which is, I skipped that one for some reason. We have an interview with Pierre Sabak to discuss his book, The Murder of Reality. It's the latest in research, is what I say. I'm not going to go through that interview. I exited out of it a while ago. It's a pretty good interview. Pierre Sabak is pretty cool. He's pretty smart. Uh, Instagram picture addiction. Instagram picture dank. And we have an advertisement for my book. I'm stalling the next episode for no real reason. I kind of should just go write my book. Also, I've got a book available on Amazon called An Ode to Perception and Awareness, Perspectives Through Persons. November 26th, we have some brooding, is what I wanted to call it, offhand. Um, Just some complaining. You know, sometimes you got to complain until you find an answer that you weren't searching for in the first place. And that's what this next conversation is. It's the worst when I begin to take hints from music and television like I didn't learn better from actual metaphysicians, lol. The if world of imagination is like a trap with bait on it. Makes me feel like a kid again, not not knowing if I'm feeling what others have felt or not. Reputation is truly a myth. Years ago, I felt like I wasn't seeing gods and aliens because of my actions and active imaginations, as Jung calls them. Oh, wait, there was a comma in there. I gotta reread that sentence, otherwise it won't make sense. Years ago, I felt like I wasn't seeing gods and aliens because of my actions and quote-unquote active imaginations, as Jung calls them, were too extreme. Now... I'm like searching for active imaginations as if I'm ready to play in realms I don't really belong in. Hashtag yo. 
always forgetting my accomplishments as well as solutions. Instead of seeking something or someone or an idea to save, save oneself. So, I'll save myself the trouble of expounding upon the irrelevant nature of my experience with low-level imagination, and I'll move on. I know why I search so hard, because when I began to take a look at reality's interaction with my internal flow, we were all forced to go inside. Uh, shout out COVID-19. <laughs> LOL. I was never really able to get enough in-field research on the topic. Then I decided monk mode was the most opportune. I've condemned memory as easily corruptible. Ah, uh, that was the word I was looking for earlier. It wasn't a D word. It was corruptible. Uh, what was corruptible? I don't remember. Uh, am I really going to go back to it? I am being a completist. Um, first video, music thing. Oh, the pill. The immortal pill is corruptible, of course. Because memory is corruptible. Your dirty nigger soul starts with, this is a book of your memories. <laughs> memories are corruptible. Anyway, here we go. Back to talking about shit. <laughs> I've condemned memory as easily corruptible. I've deemed imagination as useless in the field. But I know they have another side, a polarity, if you will. I know that with imagination, you can do magic. I know that with memory, you can time travel. But, like, what's that to the current? Thinking about it, answering my own questions is normal. Imagination and memory afford space in the current. Imagination affords future space. Memory affords past space. <laughs> what does one do with space, though? LOL. There's got to be an application other than controlling people. Controlling people as in controlling history and the progression of man by controlling the group memory of the past and the limit of our future imaginations. But, like, I guess that's how you orient yourself? On a personal level, I guess that's how you steer in space. Mechanics. So as far as being in the current, using memory and imagination to respectfully orient and steer yourself... Mm -hmm. Where are we even going, LOL? I guess I live as an opportunist, going with the flow until I decide not. I've learned to orient a long time ago, but now we got mechanics. I typed 182 words of my book tonight, the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Wasn't a lot, but I did enjoy what I typed. Also, read the last two chapters, and I like my own book a lot, y'all. Instagram picture beat. Instagram picture caption, Instagram picture verily. That is the end of the tweets. Uh-oh, people aren't at the open mic. What hastened? For some reason, my swipe text won't swipe out happened. I think I'm swiping it wrong. Hap in end. No, I'm swiping it right. Anyway, 
anyway, anyway, anyway. That's all the tweets. I'll flip the card. As a reminder, these cards don't really mean all that much to me. It's just, oh, there's no comedy tonight, so I'm not late to anything. That's pretty funny. Pretty funny. I didn't go, and I'm not late. I got a memory coming, and I can't wait. Can't wait. So, I guess, anyway... Oh, so Curly Toastack, what did you think about all of those friggin' tweets? That's a lot to ask. Oh, I was talking about how the cards don't mean much to me, but it's about the perceptive choice once again. Um, you know, you could put it in the reality if you want. You could put it internal. I could say that that was the most brilliant shit that anyone's ever <laughs> written or whatever, and then I could flip that. It's the most stupid shit. I could flip the fool, but, you know, it's... It's just about having a weird conversation, really, divination. Oh, shit, I've been watching his dark materials, and they're trying to do divination, and I won't talk about it because it's weird. And it's not really my business, although it's kind of my business, but it's not my business. Anyway, divination works. I don't know why you have to do all that weird shit with it, fucking fucking technology shit. How's the girly toast tag? What did you think about those tweets? We flipping outward the fool. Thank you very much for making me both look like a genius and a fool at the same damn time. Incoherent coherence, what's up? <laughs> Gosh darn. So that was fun. Um, if you like learning how to research shit, you know, that's a little example. I was very confused about sexual energies um, because I am very not used to low vibrations. And I spend a lot of my time in the high vibration. But I always wonder, like, the low vibration has got to be different. <laughs> what is it doing? I don't know. So I, uh, I searched it, and real search is amazing. Once again, real search is R-E-E-L, search. It's on secretenergy.com. Secret Energy is an amazing place where you can go and have all of this information in one spot from somebody who's studying actuality instead of reality. You can buy my book. You can go to my website. You can do this. You can do that. I'm a person. I'm a hyper-duper-dabbery. Um, this has been You Tweeted, You Mean Did, episode 122, Fish. I'm your host, Lord Byron, also known as Black Rocker, a.k.a. Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. Um, I'm not just me.com, of course. Uh, no, no other plugs. You can't end like that.